it's on. Hello, my name is Paige Hopkinson from the planet Flora. I'm a tinkering engineer hoping to build an upgrade of detachable wings. I've grown fond of calling them angelics. You know, for branding purposes and whatnot. We all know about detachable wings, but we have yet to see one nearly as effective as mine. It runs on steam. Well, I mean, everything does. However, it's not confined to simple analytical and different systems. That's because I found a way to combine the clockwork of analytical systems and different systems' ability of computing complex equations while still maintaining an average weight and not bearing down on the wings. Pretty unbelievable seeing as each wing is about three feet long, fixed with glistening gears and brass tubes that intertwine into a gorgeous mess. (laughs) When the light bounces off them, it's like staring into a second sun. I feel like I'm rambling, but honestly, the science and engineering that's gone into this is too much to really record at the moment. And as much as I'd love to review the mechanics with you, it's simply not becoming for right now. For right now, I'd like to document my progress. Not just the wings, but with my other inventions and my life in general. I've never really been good at writing, so I've decided an audio diary is the best way to go. I've been through enough. I'm desperate for this invention to work. My plan is to take it to Trove Towers, hopefully to impress the aristocrats that run it. If I can do that, the possibility of me gaining a job as one of their inventors or engineers becomes significantly higher. And that's what I want. Currently, I live in the Workers' District, but we all know that's the utter pits of our city. The Workers' District has been notoriously called the Bludgers' District, obviously for capers, thieves, criminals, scallywags, you know the type. Unfortunately, Grand Ivor Glen is not an even playing field. Those who live in the Workers' District tend to have little economic strength. We tend to be pushed towards criminal acts just to make ends meet. Even I've been through times where I've needed extra dough. It's not the most prideful thing, but it's the only thing we can do down here. In all honesty, it's the aristocrats in the inner city that give us that name. Not really fair, when you think about it. And while I'm not fond of those inhabiting the inner city, I have no choice but to work for them. I'm in terrible poverty. And if I ever want to leave Flora, I must gain some kind of wealth. That's why I'm so bent on the angelic system working. I can barely feed little Rix and I. Rix is my small, fluffy, gray kitten, by the way. Cute little type once you get past his painful habit of biting. I gave up so much to live in the workers' district. I used to live with my grandfather, out on our own, in the jungles of Flora, very far from the city. But there's very little for an engineer to do out there. Not to mention we had no one but ourselves to depend on and quite frankly, it was a poor decision. Once my grandfather passed, I had no choice but to come to Grand Ivor Glen. I worked very hard and gave away a lot of our savings, which wasn't much, just to live in a small cubby I call home. At the very least, there's a nice view. I live on the 65th floor of our unit And while my two inner walls are made completely of dark brass, the outer ones that face the city are nothing but glass. 
It faces the golden towers of the inner city as well as the wild green jungles just beyond it. It's a small home, but I have the necessities. A kitchen, a bed, an engineering space made from what was supposed to be a living room of some sort. And I have a blood altar for the old gods. They watch over us, you know. But you see, I really don't have much to my name. I'm desperate for Trav Towers to consider me. They are owned by the five most influential aristocrats in all of Grand Iver Glen. The Lockloves, the Bagstocks, the Darlings, the Overtons, and most importantly, the Cadwells. The Cadwells are the one I'm really after. They host the most money out of all of the leaders and are officially the ones who call the shots. I could have the other four on my side, but quite frankly, that won't mean a thing unless the Cadwells feel like acknowledging me. That's why my goal is them. If they like Angelics, there will be no questions from the others. I'll be as golden as the towers they roost upon. I've dreamed of this day for far too long. Every night, I look up at the two looming moons hovering in the sky. The closest one, Cecilia, is so large that I feel like if I reached up, I could almost dip my fingers in her raging oceans. And the farthest one from us, and significantly smaller, Sphinx, looks like a shiny penny. So far in the sky, I want to test my wings on her distance and crash into her golden sands. There are settlements on both moons, mind you. While Cecilia looks to be pure ocean, there is little land on it. And with her little land, mass cities have been built. Sphinx is more of a desert settlement, but I've heard it to be just as beautiful as her sister moons. How pathetic I am in wanting to reach them, to see what's out there. But here on Flora, it's a different story. It's not the same. Those of us living in Grand Avre Glen have so little freedom. Flora is a small planet, and if you do not live in Grand Ivor Glen, it's almost a wonder how you survive for so long. There are very few settlements other than this large city, and this city has been dictated by those at Trav Towers for generations. My grandfather couldn't even recall a time when they weren't in control. It terrifies me that they can so easily impact on my life. But that does not mean that I'm stuck here forever. I just need money, just enough to get on an airship out of here. I think Cecilia looks like the best option, as the price would be cheaper for less of a distance. Well, there's no point settling here, yabbering on about what I'm going to do and why. I think it's about time I get to Trav Towers and convince the Cadwells that I'm worth the job. My days of cleaning aristocrat automobiles will soon be over. And as soon as it is, well, let's just say that the swim I will have in Cecilia's oceans shall be quite the long one. Wish me luck. You too, Rix. turned on. This is Paige Hopkins again. I'm reporting to my audio diary from the rooftop of the inner city building. I want to go home. From my point of view, it seems I'm in a bit of a jam. 
I went into Trove Towers, but I didn't make it to the top where the board meets. I was stopped almost instantly by large security men in golden suits and informed that they would not be seeing anyone today. When I asked when they would be available or if I could book even a meeting, they informed me that I was not to get involved and that my place was clearly in the workers' district. I suppose my less-than-class address gave me away, so I should be offended, but let's just say worse things did happen. They felt the need to physically remove me from the building, dragging me out with their large muscles, wringing my poor arms until they were numb. And once outside, they threw me right into the mud. Angelix is damaged because of them. Minor repairs, but still not enough for me to get home. I do have a repair kit. It'll just take me some time. But that is only part of the reason I'm still in the inner city and not in my little cubby of a home. When I was leaving, there was a large disturbance at the base of the building. And as I was walking away, countless reinforcement automatons came rushing out of Trove Towers, their silver shine clashing against the brown and beige backdrops. And then they attacked the citizens, aristocrats and commoners alike. It was the most frightful thing I've ever seen in my existence. I can't... I can't express... I've never seen an automaton act in such a manner. I turned to run, but as I did, I ran into a young, proper-looking man. He was in shock, standing there as though he were waiting for his turn. I screamed at him to run, only when I shook him did he stare into my brown eyes with his blue. Focus, oh, Hopkins. I grabbed him by the hand and led him into a nearby building. It took us countless stairs, but we managed to reach the top. The automatons are still pursuing in their massacre below us, scouting for other humans, but in the meantime, our presence has gone undetected. I leave this audio diary now for the one who might find it. I'm not sure what is going on, but clearly this is not normal and my chances for surviving are slim. I must repair Angelics, and if I can accomplish that, then perhaps I can get this lad and I out of here. He passed out from shock soon after we reached the top. Let me see if he has an ID card with him. Great gears. This must be a mistake. I found, I found his ID card, but it, it says this lad is Edgar Cadwell, the eldest son of the Cadwells that controls Trove Towers. His face matches the one on the ID card. There's no doubt about it. This boy is Edgar Cadwell. We're in severe trouble. Oh, I must go. He's waking up. I've been speaking to Edgar, and he's a rather charming fellow, but clearly an innocent. The boy knows nothing. He said that he wants to go back to Trove Towers and find his family, which I'm not sure is such a good idea. The security guards that kicked me out clearly had the intention for me to go home, so I highly doubt they knew about the automaton attack. I feel as though the Cadwells wouldn't have known either. Their chances of them being, well, dead, is very, very 
high. I don't think I'd want to risk Edgar's life by taking him to see his parents' fate, but he's insisting. I fixed Angelic's in the meantime, and Edgar is preparing himself to leave. I could go home. I could grab Rick's and fly away, but then where would I even go? Grand Iverglen is the main city of Flora and is the only port for airships. Rix and I would be stuck and there'd be nowhere for us to run. But if I stay with Edgar, perhaps there's a chance for us to evacuate unscathed. Good thing I brought my ray gun with me. Oh, Edgar is giving me the signal that it's time. Listen, I'll have my audio diary on me, so... So if I, if I don't make it, to the one who finds me, please know what happened to our city. Please leave Flora. Please don't trust the enforcement automatons. Please, please leave. And don't come back. And if I may be so selfish, please remember Paige and Ricks Hopkinson. Please remember me so that I do not fade into oblivion forever. This has been Paige Hopkinson, over and out. This episode of Bosch and Brave was written and produced by Ashley Glenn, voiced by Clover Grayson, and brought to you by Blackmore Productions. Like what we do here? Follow us on Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Want to tell us how great we are? Send us a message at blackmoreproductions at gmail.com. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. A lot of work went into this. And we hope you guys check out the various things we do at BMP, Blackmore Productions. Swim against the current.